Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, do it again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Degenerates podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. Uh, episode two of the week, we have a huge UFC card this week. Absolutely, the one of the deepest cards I've seen in a long time. Um, we want to break down for you guys because we haven't given you guys some UFC content in a while. If you listen to episode one, college football, NFL, all the bets, whatever you need. Let's talk about some UFC for a second. UFC card 266. K Morg, what do we got? Like, like uh, CY just said, this is an absolutely massive card. I mean, we're talking, we have a ranked fighter with the exception of Diaz Lawler, who obviously don't fight regularly. And there are a couple of old guys. But, I mean, we have ranked fighters into the prelims that we're going to be seeing. I mean, we're talking guys that we're not going to talk about. We're going to talk Chris Dawkins, who's a huge heavyweight uh, prospect right now who we're not going to get into too much in detail. But he's fighting on the, the prelim card because that's how stacked that this card is going to be. And he's a guy that I could easily see fighting top guys. I mean, I think he's ranked like 10 right now, but he's easily going to be in the top. But let's kick it off. Let's kick it off with our uh, main fight on the prelim card. The headliner on the prelim card. We have number eight, Dan Hooker, minus 150, who is a favorite, I guess I would say, of B and also CY. They love this guy. Fighting Nazarat Hackprask. Like I said, Hooker's a minus 150 favorite. Hooker's coming off a two-fight skid against Poirier and Chandler. The biggest thing with Hooker, and there's a couple of guys on this card that I think this is true for, it's like, you're gonna lose to top competition. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna happen. Like you fight Poirier and Michael Chandler, like yeah, you might take those L's, but that doesn't make you a bad fighter. So I think the line having him at 150, interesting. I think CY wants to hammer this one. I have this one as possibly the fight of the night on the card because I think Nazrat Hackpress is an absolute dude. What do you guys got? I love Hooker in this fight. I can't believe it's on a prelim. Mm -hmm. Like to me, Hooker's still a top five guy in this division. I don't care what anyone says. I love Hooker, Hammer Hooker in this fight. Nothing against Hasprat, but give me Hooker. Hasprat is on a on a streak. He's he, good, man. He looks good. He's twenty six years old. His only his only loss like in the UFC is to Dan Hooker. I mean not Dan Hooker. Uh, Drew Dober. Yeah. The second loss Dober. is going to be to Dan Hooker. Okay, relax. Yeah. No, Dober. He lost to Dober. Yeah, he lost Dober. TK, got uh, TKO. Yeah, he got knocked out. Um, he's impressive. He's 26. He's young. He's upcoming, but he's this is another. He's entered the level of there's levels to this shit, bro. Facts. And you come into a fight with Dan Hooker, and it's almost damn near even money. Stop. You're getting fucking pieced apart, Dan Hook. <laughs> Dan Hooker decision, and it's one of those like Max Holloway. Like I'm gonna teach you how to box throughout this fucking fight. Like he's gonna he's gonna teach him he's gonna get better from this and we'll we'll see him on a main card in a few months. Wild. I mean, this to me is interesting. The fact that Nazrat Hackpress he was once ranked, obviously has taken that since uh, the loss to Drew Dober, but he's still kind of lingering in that top fifteen area. He's like right there in the 15, 14 range. Hooker obviously being eight was once in the top five, taking some L's recently. This is a tough fight. I think this is a tough fight for Hooker, to be honest with you. He's fighting um, 
off two fight skid, you know? I mean, yeah, there's a I little mean, bit of a confidence issue. But you the, never know. The two fight skid, you're talking a absolute but, war with Dustin. Yeah, five round then, war. And then gets caught by Chandler, who is, we have hands. to say, is a dominant power. guy who, who pushed Oliveira in He's a championship hands. fight. He's got hands, but I mean, I think we can all agree here that Hooker did not look like a normal Hooker in that Chandler fight. No, in no. the Chandler fight, he looked And I think that's something off. we have to think about. That was an exception, not the normal Hooker, I think. But that's the most recent Hooker, which is That's fine. I think, Chandler ra- I think Chandler rattled him with Chandler trying to set up a massive right hand instead of a takedown. Yeah. I think it caught him off guard. I think the game plan was Chandler's going to shoot and drive and outpower me, which he could easily. Mm-hmm. And Dan Hooker was not ready for just Chandler to come out and just not like jab, but like just set up massive rights. Just massive right. I'm going to get in your face and throw fucking haymakers at your head. And oh, that's what he did. Yeah. No. I, I just He just wasn't ready for it. The one thing I like about uh, Hack Prest in this fight is I think he has a volume advantage. I think if this potentially does go to decision, I give the volume advantage to Hack Press, where I think Hooker is a little more headhunting and is going to be looking for the knockout. Hack Press has hands. He consistently throws the jab out there. He consistently throws. I mean, he's a guy that trains at King's MMA. He also trains with GSP. So if he's at King's MMA, he's got Vittori in his corner. He's got Daryush. So he's training with really good guys and a lightweight in Daryush. He's ranked in the top five right now. It's a tough fight. I I think Hooker gets it done here, but hack press plus like in that 130 range i kind of like that but i mean i'm I'm interested where that line goes to be honest with you in this fight i mean the fact that we're going this far in depth in the main prelim fight is kind of crazy to me yeah. we're, we're talking about a fan favorite yeah for a you top guys. five yeah, top, and now number eight um mm-hmm. i believe in hooker yeah. so like you're just putting too much emphasis on his l's and his l's are hall of famers right and that's the thing if you fight yeah. top competition you're going to lose him. the top You're competition. Gonna That's yeah. kind of how it works sometimes. So, But he's also beaten Paul Felder. He's beaten well, – he actually lost to Barboza. But he's, he's, he's beaten uh, James Vick. He's beaten good guys before in the past. Um, next fight, opening up on the main card, number 11, Marab Divashvili. He's a minus 260 favorite. Fighting number six, Marlon Marias. Divashvili's your guy. I – I like Divashvili a lot. I've been watching him in a couple fights now. Gustavo Lopez, and then he just he obliterated John Dobson, and then he beat the shit out of uh, Cody Stamen. I mean, this guy fight a Georgian fighter who trains with um, Aljamain Sterling, and he, you want to talk about a guy that chains takedowns. This is your guy. Like it was Khabib. Yeah. Now that Khabib's retired, like this is the this is guy that it doesn't matter who he's fighting. He's gonna get you to the ground. Like and that is a fact, straight yeah. up. And Marlon Marais, before you guys get into it, Marlon Rice is coming on a little bit of fight skid. He he hasn't won since he beat Aldo. Yeah, so he he that's loses a, to Cejudo. That's a little interesting to me. Beats Aldo in a very close decision, very controversial. Yeah. A lot of people had Aldo. Then he loses two straight to Sanhagen San and Font. Ha- I but mean, again, those are those are guys. Those are absolutely Sanhagen's the number one contender or two because yeah. Dillashaw now or Sterling. He's right around there, three I'd say. And Font's right behind him. So it's again, it's kind of like the hooker conversations. Like you fight the top guys, you're gonna lose. But I will say he's been finished in those fights, yeah. and they haven't been pretty, in my opinion. Divash Vili seems as close to a lock to me in this fight, honestly, in my opinion, that I think we can get on this card. Yeah, I D- agree. Divash Vili six straight. No, he's looks invincible. This is actually a scary fight to me. I this is more of like a trap fight for him. 
people are I, I i'm not too like on the lock of the night type mm -hmm. attitude this feels like a trap to me it could i mean marlon marais is a jiu-jitsu guy like yeah he has that in his back pocket but he hasn't used it in a while true and Here's I mean, I'm not going to be surprised he goes and gets taken down, molested, and finished. I'm not. Molested. Yeah, no <laughs> but, molested. But the honest the honest fact is what happens if Divashvili can't get the takedown? That's the issue in this fight, well, right? Would if love to see it. If he cannot get the takedown in this fight, Marais has a, a huge advantage on the feet. Like, that is a fact. Like, I mean, maybe not huge because Divashvili has obviously worked on it. It's getting better. But, like, it's like Khabib McGregor. It's like on the feet, McGregor's going to win the rounds if he's on the feet but I at the end of the day he can't get the is more of a well-rounded fighter and more trending in the right direction he's trending in the right direction i'll tell you and, that yeah. right now and i think this is just his this is his last I get it. last stepping stone before before he, he gets all the top guys yes he, he i love wins, that he wins this fight he, he wins might this. fight jose aldo yes. he might get aldo he might get sanhagen sanhagen he could get sanhagen i think him and fall would be a good fight there's the thing about the bantamweight division, man. There's it so is absolutely loaded. It's it's, loaded. it's crazy. Get him, give him Sterling after Sterling loses. No, him and Sterling are boys. They train together. Oh. There's a video of uh, Marab and Sterling like swimming upstream somewhere. Like I don't even know where the fuck they are. And Marab is just fucking grinding, just upstream. You gotta watch. It. And Sterling's like in the back, gassed. And Marab is just fucking with, grinding. With TJ back, this is becoming one of my favorite divisions. No, the bantamweight division is fucking yeah. insane. It's it's wild. But I got Marab minus two six. Like I said, he, I might have him in every single parlay. Like cool. I, I think he's just gonna dominate this. I would think he not, gets the takedown. Would not surprise me. Like I said, it, it worries me if he can't, but I think he does. That's that's a, my is he thing. What a minus two sixty right now. Two sixty, and it opened okay. up like he was only like a minus one thirty. Yeah, oh it's, like, the, the, it's getting yeah. absolutely. Oh, they're loaded. They're loading up. They're loading up on him. Again, third the third fight on this card is number one Jessica Andrade fighting number five Cynthia Calvillo. Again, a very, very high-ranked fight in the flyweight division here for uh, the women's flyweight division. Jessica Andrade, who just coming off, coming off a loss against Valentina Shevchenko when she got finished. Cynthia Calvillo coming off a loss against uh, uh, Ch Caitlin Chukagan. But other than that, she beat Jessica I, who was the number one contender at the time. This feels like the number one contender fight. The winner of this is more than likely... I mean, here's the thing. If Calvillo wins this fight, I feel like she's more than likely getting Shevchenko. Whereas Andrade, to me, just feels like that gatekeeper now. To where it's like, look, you just got finished by Shevchenko pretty convincingly. You're probably the best in the flyweight division. It's just such a dominant champion. That's I, my that's my issue with this division, to be honest with you. I I, I mean, let's stick to the fight. Sorry, yeah. I think Andrade is probably my lock of the night. Yikes. I, I'm a big Andrade guy. Yeah, I, you are. I've always been on her side. I mean, it is what it is in the division. You know what's crazy about Andrade? Sorry to cut you off, but Andrade fought bantamweight. She's fought strawweight. Now she's fighting flyweight. She's been in the UFC for fucking forever, it feels like. She's turning 30 years old on Saturday. Well, I swear, if you would, I thought this girl would be late 30s by now. Like the amount of fights that she's had in the UFC in and her she's tenure. A, and she's been at the top. Oh, she's cha she challenged at bantamweight, number one contender. She had the belt at strawweight, and she fought Shevchenko at flyweight. I mean, the girl for three divisions is put her fucking mark in the ufc absolutely yeah but and you think she's a lock i think she's a lock in this fight i'm gonna reference what you said she's the gatekeeper yeah and unfortunately unfortunately there. for the division no one's gonna get her just yet yeah 
She's she's got to beat Calvillo, then she's got to beat Chukagan again before her to get yeah, that no, Shevchenko uh, fight. It just kind of throws I, it just kind of throws the division for a loop. We're kind of delaying the inevitable. Yeah, I mean the one thing I will say is there is a fighter later down on this card, Marion Furo. She's French, and she looks damn good. Like she has fucking legitimate hands, and she's someone that people are talking about that could challenge valentina because valentina it's like okay what's her kryptonite okay they thought it might be jessica maya with the grappling it wasn't i mean jessica maya won one round in that fight and everyone said holy shit shevchenko lost a round but guess what she won the next four right so then it's like okay is it going to be the striking because marion firo has hands can she do it and she's fighting on the other card against uh i think it's marion bueno silva that she's fighting and she's she's a hefty favorite people like her a lot and i could see her winning that fight so there's a prospect to look at in the flyweight division. I know it's a it's a division where it's like there's such a dominant champion, it's hard to kind of see the future. And we kind of have to like talk about these prospects and kind of yeah. build it up because that I mean, is the division you have to talk about the upcomers. Well, and it's sad because like Jessica and Draj, like she is really good. She she knocked out Caitlin Chukagan, who was the gatekeeper before her, but then Valentina just fucked her up last fight. Wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And then it was like, <laughs> fuck, what do we do? This is embar- it was embarrassing. And I was like, fuck, what do we do? Like, so in this fight, like, I like Andrade. I think minus 270 is a little wide, okay. honestly, because I'm going to give Calvillo a little bit of credit, okay? Yeah. I think she has an opening if she can submit Andrade. Calvillo, she used to train a team alpha male. She's definitely, she's no slouch on the ground. And I think the strength advantage might go to her. I think she's a little bit taller. She, she is. I. She's a little bigger. Yeah, she she's a little bigger than Andrade. against the cage, control, control the fight a little yeah, bit. Yeah, if she... Because I think from distance, Andraj might just knock her out. Yeah. So I think if Calvillo can make this fight a little bit dirtier, get this fight to the ground. Exactly. I think I think there's an opening. But when I when I saw when I saw the card, I looked at the fight. I'm like, she's gonna piece her a fucking. Yeah. Part. If if it's yeah, if it's at distance, I think Andraj will more than likely knock her out. Because we're talking about Andraj. I mean, in the women's division, there's only a couple fighters that have legitimate one punch knockout power: Shevchenko, Nunez. Andrage, right? I mean, yeah. like it's there's a very elite list. Like even Rose does not have that one punch mm-hmm. power. To be honest with you, her, it's a volume striking. Way Lee maybe a little bit, but more volume, same thing. But Andrage has that has that one one punch that can end a fight, and I think that's how this fight gets taken care of. Maybe yeah. she, you know, it could be a club and sub. It could be just one punch and then ground and pound or whatever it is. That might I honestly want to be one of the prop bets I make. Andrage by TKO, like just help out your TKO. line. Probably yeah. the under two, mm-hmm. assuming it's two and a half. Most women fights are. True. All yeah. right. All right. Next fight on the card, we've got number four Curtis Blades, who's a huge favorite, minus three thirty, fighting number six Jarzino Rosenstrike. Blades is a huge favorite. As I said, he's the number four fighter in the world right now at heavyweight division, and I think he's kind of not worth the chalk, but I understand why the line is so hefty. Right. Curtis Blades is a guy. He's I mean, you look at his record. He's only lost to two fighters. Fran- Francis Ngannou, twice, and Derek Lewis. Like, those are caught. his two he losses. Got caught. He got caught. And, so, he got, and he got caught in both of them. That That's my thing I was going to say is Curtis Blades has been so dominant. Mm-hmm. And if you take out the the uppercut from hell if, from Lewis, if, if Francis you take that Ngannou doesn't exist and Derek well, Lewis doesn't exist. He's the Ngannou, that's a different that's a different category. Yeah. But if you after the Ngannou knockout, what he did, mm-hmm. he dominated 
the he- heavyweight. He, he dominated heavyweight. He beat Volkov, and Volkov's looked great since. But I mean, that's that that win looks he gr- goes better in, and better. He goes into Love. Derek Lewis, dominates the first round. What? What are you gets an, about? And gets an uppercut from hell. It, I mean, what? what? What's your problem here? You want, you want to talk about gatekeepers? It's a fucking gatekeeper. Like, Blades? No. Yes. Curtis Blades is a it's, contender. He's no, a contender. He's not. No, he's, he's a, contender. a contender. He would never beat Ngannou. He's not beating Stipe. He's not beating. Uh, he could definitely give Stipe a fight. He could give all of them a fight. He got caught Look, by. He was dominating Lewis, and and here's, he did exactly what. Lewis Ga- is not uh, a contender. What do you not mean he's not Lewis. a contender? We were. He just fought. Don't disres- for the belt. Don't disrespect the Black Bees. How's he not a contender? He just fought for the belt. Yeah, but he fought for the ba- the belt as a huge underdog. Like so, those three guys. Lauren Murphy's a huge underdog. She's a fucking title contender. But how are you going to call Andrade a, a gatekeeper if you're not going to fucking call? Because she just that it's the same thing in my mind. Because it's the same thing. But you haven't seen Curtis Blades go for the belt against Ninganu. You've seen okay, but it's still the same thing. And Ganu no, will fucking knock his head off. It's not the same thing, dude. Curtis Blade has dominated the heavyweight besides getting caught. So is Andrade. But besides getting caught. No, Nindraj went and got her ass beat. It's a way By different Shevchenko. story. Okay. And Shevchenko's a you're better not champion hear, you're than Ngannou. You're not hearing me. What, what are you talking about then? Dominating fights, rounds. Yeah, I think if that's... If he takes away, like, getting his chin knocked off then, on a on a fucking like, the reality haymaker is, of an uppercut. But Shevchenko's a better champion than Ngannou is. Exactly. So, so he's saying he that if you're gonna Blades has that chance. Curtis to beat Blades Ngannou. has an opportunity to beat Ngato, beat Gain, but, beat Lewis. He was beating Lewis before an uppercut he from was. hell. He like does, he, he is dominated any, fights. He doesn't beat any of those three guys. Any of them. Stipe, Gain, or Ngano. I disagree. You, who do you think he beats? I think he has a potential to yeah, beat all I think, three. I think he has a ch- I think I, he has a chance. Overrated. Overrated as He's fun. lost three fights in his entire career. And Ganu twice, and Derek Lewis, like, and they're that's it. like getting caught. They're getting their your chin bobbled. I and, think, and honestly, and I outside mean, of that, he's it, winning the fight. There's he's level, beating there's Volkov. He's beating Dos Santos. He's not beating Justin Willis. Shit. He's beating over a Mark Hunt, Olenek. Like he's beating every top he guy. A bunch of gatekeepers to take over the gatekeeper. That's what he's done. No, he's taking over as the gatekeeper. No, I, calling Curtis Blades is disrespect. And like the the gatekeeper conversation. Uh, I don't think goes so. for when you have a dominant one, two, three. I really think he could he can get in a fight, he can get in a cage with Nganu or or gone and compete. Compete. I really do. I think he could beat Gone right now. Like the Derek how many up. out of ten fights, how many fights does Derek Lewis win over Curtis Blades? Oh, one? Two. Exactly. Okay, that's I don't my point. Lewis is a, fa- a, a contender. That's not the argument. That's not the argument. Okay, Nganu. Even better, Nganu. Out of 10 fights, how many does Nganu win? Nine. I, I disagree. I, Nine? I disagree. No. Maybe Eight? it's maybe it's six or seven. How many does Stipe win against them? Same. It's very similar. I think Stipe and Curtis Blades would split I'm, five and five. And it's just where they're at Stipe in their Stipe might be tougher because of the takedown defense, but Blades could get Nganu to the ground. Because the narrative is that... Blades doesn't you know have a good chin. You know what's gonna piss me off? How He's are got you this gonna fucking say attitude. You know what's gonna piss me off? If Rose Strike catches his ass yeah, randomly, no, and then this right. motherfucker is gonna run his mouth. I will fucking I, can, I can't. I can't take Rosenstrike. No, I don't think take Rosenstrike. Take him. I don't take because your only bet is if he gets lucky. I don't think Rosenstrike wins. Blades is the gatekeeper. <laughs> Respect the gatekeepers. I love the gatekeepers. Just Why know are you talking your role. shit on him then? Just know your role. 
Stop. No, you're wrong. So then he beats Jarzino. Rosenstrike then. Why yeah, are you fucking that's mad? Fine. He can win that fight. I don't think he should be a 30, 330 favorite. He does. He deserves that. I don't agree. He does. He does. I disagree. He's, there's a reason why he's Curtis Razor Blades, which is one of my favorite nicknames, by the way. That's fucking fine. Tight. Razor Blades. Razor. Because he's got those fucking elbows on ground and pound. He's no. gonna. He's gonna get this fight to the ground. He's, he's gonna dominant. Take care of Wait a minute. He's a dominant fighter. How many fights do you think he'd win against Ngannou? In ten? Four. I think that's fair. So he needs to go four and four in his next eight fights because he's zero two against the motherfucker. Yeah. So that's fair. bullshit. Fair. fair. That's bullshit. It's fair. How fair. can he say that when he's fucking got his head knocked the off? The second twice? one was like a controversial stoppage. He was still in the fight. You guys are Herb fucking, Dean called it. What do you guys early. do? Curtis Blades fan. This is bullshit. Because like, he can fucking get it done, and he beat Volkov, and Volkov's a fucking dude. Volkov is Volkov. the gatekeeper. Volkov is a, is yeah. He's the gatekeeper. Yeah. If you beat Volkov, you could you go can fight and for fight the title. contender. You can fight title. for the title. You can fight for the title. Because he because gone beat him and then is now fighting and then fought for the title. <laughs> exactly. We were in Vegas for that. Yeah. And Blades beat Volkov, therefore, in so facto, can fight for the title. No. Yes. That's fucking Volkov gatekeeper. No, don't disrespect it's Blades. Curtis Blades. But I don't want to Volkov. Blades. I fuck with Volkov though. At the same Curtis time, Curtis Blades is a gatekeeper. No, he's not. No, he's not. He will fight for the belt. Derek Lewis, who did he knock out last? <laughs> but again, how many? He doesn't. Be, he beats him one time. Answer my question. Who, yes. who did, who did Derek Lewis? I knock sat on out? the couch and watched it. Who did Derek Lewis knock out? He knocked out Blades. Blades. What happened after Derek Lewis knocked out Blades? He fought he for the title. <laughs> gatekeeper You're definition in the book. The fucking that gatekeeper. That wasn't supposed to the be thing, the I fight. just said the same thing with Volkov. Okay, but then you're going to say... How many gatekeepers can a division the, fucking have? They have one. It's Curtis Blades. And Volkov, apparently. It just hater, fucking happened. What's your hating of Curtis Blades? I, I don't know. Just, you I bet don't, on him, you, don't you? Yeah, but you love him. Because he wins fucking fights. Not at 330 or not, though. I think he wins, but... Fuck. He's he's, he's a gain. He's a gain that's been caught. He might win this by TKO. Is that not a fair comparison? He's a gone that's been caught. Gone, gone, just, gain. I don't know. He's a gun. Gatekeeper. No. He's a gatekeeper. Nah, I actually like that fight more than. Never mind. I might I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Fucking. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. So you take Jarzino you know, Rosenstrike then. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, CY Whoa. has taken Rosenstrike. He loves Rosenstrike. He loves it. Up, he loves Rosenstrike. Just because I hate Blades doesn't mean I like Rosenstrike. Hey, Rosenstrike. Why do you hate him? I don't hate Blades. I don't. Yeah, I just what think, the fuck? What's your problem? I'm just not as high as you guys are. I just think he. Okay. I just think he's a gatekeeper. This fight, we have not even talked about this actual fight for one damn second. Okay, you stay away from Rosenstrike's right hand, you dominate. Yes. Done. Done. You 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 avoid the onslaught of him moving forward, you win this fight. Rosenstrike's game plan with Derek Lewis? And no, was that dominant. was an uppercut. That's different. <laughs> yeah, also, <laughs> no, Derek, overhand right. Derek Lewis <laughs> can throw it from any direction. Yeah. No, overhand moment. right, Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike couldn't hold fucking Derek Lewis's jaw. Fact. Okay. You, come so on, you know I'm Derek Lewis. What's, what's your problem? Here? You want to argue or you want to talk shit? Just You're just saying things. <laughs> ruffling some feathers. You're literally just saying. That's not even ruffling any feathers. You know we love Derek Lewis. But I, I Curtis Blades. What, does he suck? <laughs> you were going to say he sucks. No, he's a gatekeeper. Are you <laughs> drunk? Curtis Blades All right, gatekeeper shirt. Stand you. Shut up. <laughs> gatekeeper. All right. Curtis Blades. All right. And, all right. Moving forward. One of the most, one of the most anticipated fights on this card. The return of Nick Diaz. He's fighting Robbie Lawler. He's currently sitting at a minus 110 favorite right now. Slight favorite. Very close to a pick'em. This is a fight that's been over 200 months since the last time they fought. I mean, Diaz retired since he fought Anderson Silva, I want to say in 2014, maybe 2015. It's been about six to seven years since the last time he fought. 
Lawler has been fighting consistently in the welterweight division. Fighting really good competition, but has not gotten it done. He lost to Condit. He also lost to Ben Askren recently. Um, not Condit, uh, Covington, excuse me. That's a it's, whole different level. It's exactly. But like he's been fighting that level, which yeah. is interesting. He also lost to Dos Anjos a couple years back. Like he's still fighting very high levels of competition. Whereas Nick Diaz is not, obviously. He's been on the shelf this whole time. It's a weird fight, to be honest with you. And, and a couple of things on the background of it. They just announced recently that Nick Diaz's camp wanted this fight moved to middleweight, which Lawler said fine. And then also it's a five-round fight too. So a couple Why? things. Why the fuck is this five rounds? I don't know. Because that's what that's what Nick Diaz said he wanted. Let me let me talk about this fight for a second. Okay. First of all. I know. Cody hates this fight. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. This is the third fight from the – or whatever you want to say. No, the, it's not. You've known Whole the fucking U- shit. You've known the UFC and Dana White for a long time. These are two Hall of Famers. You add, yeah. Nick Diaz is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's nah, borderline. Nick Diaz is not a Hall of Famer. He's because his actually, last name is Diaz. Hall of Fame personality. Actually, I'm gonna fine. I'm gonna go but like with he, Cody on this. There is one. no he's not Nate, Hall of there Famer. is no Nate Diaz without Nick Diaz. But though. the fan that's true. Like you forget that is true. You forget Nick Diaz. The fan base surrounding has this fight. GSP Silva. Like he was. I fucking think there, people. Bro. I think. Regular average UFC fans are gonna watch this fight more than than Ortega, yeah, Volkanovski. Like for us, like I really no, really for this us, is, like Volk, Volkov or Ortega is a great fucking fight. This this fight to us, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. To me, that's not even a comp- hack press. Hooker is a better fight than this. I agree. I agree. Like but what are we talking as, about? As far as competition, a fan, a fan base fight. Dana's gonna put this high because it has the Diaz name. Exactly. Uh, Nick Diaz last fight. The suspension, the six years retirement, he fought well you against know, Anderson. You want to know how much power Nick Diaz has? Not only did he say, "I want this fight at middleweight," and it happened. He said, "Not only do I want this fight at five round fight, he also has a fighter on this card named Martin Sano that he said, "You, if you like, I won't fight unless you give this guy a contract." And he's fighting on this card too, and he's gonna get his ass kicked by Matt Matthew Semmelsberger. Like, what? like he demanded those, and it happened. Why does he have so much pull? Like because he's gonna sell pay per views. Because the money he's, he's gonna, gonna sell. Sell, he's selling this. Yes, Shevchenko. What he did? He didn't even show up to what interviews today because he said doing? I don't fucking want to. What the fuck are we? Who the fuck is this guy? He's Nick Diaz. He's a fucking nobody. Cody. Cody's he's not drunk. a nobody. Cody's Stop drunk. Yourself. Cody's drunk. He's not a nobody. No, I'm actually. I, get it. I just don't. I. I I'm don't get with Cy a hundred percent. This guy is not. Well. Nate's a bigger personality. Nate's had more relevant fights lately. Nick's that's been a fucking that's all nobody. True. That's Nick, all true, but Nick, Nick is a better for fighter. The belt, though. Nick is a better fighter. Eight Nate. years ago? Nate's never fought Six. for a belt. Seven. He's he fought did. for a BMF belt. McGregor's fight wasn't for a belt? No. Any of them? That was at 170. No, they all fought at 170. I, I, Nick can eat my ass. Like, don't like, disrespect this is Nick stupid. Diaz is kind of like my point. Like, like I agree but with you. But why respect him is my thing. Because he's a fucking legend. And I think Robbie Lawler's a legend. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. He's a welterweight champion. I don't think it's a good fight. No, it's not a good fight. Because the winner of this fight, it doesn't matter. But like And I think that's what you're saying. But what are we doing for the UFC? Like are we here for just to sell pay-per-views or are we here to fucking put good fights on? Both. Both. Dana is always about that. That's why the Diaz. But, but, but we know what, but what Trump's the other. But we know what but Trump's the other. That was my argument last time. You like Nate. Cowboy, but you Cowboy put, McGregor main evented a huge pay per view. But you would. Put, and it wasn't a title fight. But you would put you know? fucking Hooker and Hackpress 
in at this third, slot at the third slot. Yes, no problem. And that's my that's my love for UFC. And I'm with you. I put Blades like, Rose I, in strike three. I, that's fine too. I'll even give you that. I said that this fight does that's, that's not four deserve to be six. there. That this fight does not deserve. Bro, to be I there. said this with Nate Diaz's last fight. He doesn't belong in this kind of fucking category, bro. He doesn't. And I argue some guy at work. They're like, "Oh, Nate Diaz is a good fighter. He's not a good fighter. Nate, yeah, He's an entertainer. Good. Nate's a good fighter. Yeah, Nate's not a good fighter. Very, very. Okay, debatable. well, like, define good. You know what I mean? Okay, Wrong, getting bloodied, getting bloodied Nate's up for not in four the top rounds five anymore. Neither of them are in the top five. That's a fact. That's not, fine. But all right. But we're also talking Robbie Law. I love Robbie Lawler. I love. Him. He lost to Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. Askren, lost to Ben Askren. He lost to Colby Covington. Colby Covington and. It's a perfect, uh, Neil Magny. It's a perfect four in a row. Perfect prelim championship. Actually, no, it's, it's a, a pay, fight night pay per view. I think no. it's a fight night pay per view. It's a pay per view fight. Robbie Lawler hasn't won in two years. Robbie Lawler's a legend. He's a, he was a former welterweight champion. I just I don't. He has, don't the, he has the best fight Anderson, in my, that I've ever seen against Anderson, Roy open McDonald. Up the, you open up the card with it then. Okay, open what was Anderson Silva's last? What was Anderson Silva's last fight? He, it was he like got fight? knocked out by Uriah Hall. Fight night headline. Yeah. So you're telling me Anderson Silva, Uriah Hall, last fight of the night couldn't be a third on a UFC card? It could. I'm. You know what? I'm starting to get on CY's train. This is fucking debauchery. De- I don't like but it. But here's the nah, problem. Nah, fuck it. I'm here's with you, problem. brother. I don't like this. Fuck yeah. I don't here's, like this at all. D- but you're, but Diaz, Diaz, the last name, because of Conor McGregor, sells more pay-per-views than, than Anderson Silva does right now. Dan Hooker does it? Dan Hooker's big. Diaz's last big. name, I think, sells more pay-per-views than uh, Hooker's because last name. Because of stupid-ass UFC fans in yes. SoCal. Yes, because Let me hear all fans. you guys. Fucking message into the yes. podcast. You guys are idiots. Plain, I understand. Diaz fans, fans suck. I'm, I want to watch Nazarak hack press Dan Hooker more than I want to watch this fight. That's a fact. But the the idea that this will sell more pay-per-views, pay-per-views I'm not is 100% against that. true. No, that's true. I, I, I that's true. Don't, I don't no, understand that concept. No, but it's you a fact. You don't agree with that? I, I just don't get it. That's the one thing I'll say. That's what I was telling I don't you. you agree with that. You just don't get it. I just don't I know just if it's it. true or not. I just, I just hate don't it. get it. It is. I it fucking is true. hate it. Because even, even... First of all, it's not Nate. It's Nick. Nick's a better fighter. But he hasn't... So that doesn't matter, though. It's all about the name. But then we're talking about the name. His name's not as big as Nate. No, so not anymore. Have, today it's not. Not today. anymore. Not anymore. Then how, I mean, are we thinking that, if we have that many hardcore UFC fans it's going not. to buy we him have, because of it? But he makes his money off buy, the guys. But, he would rather see Hooker than Packrat. Half but his Diaz, money is made off Diaz, of seeing a name on a pay-per-view and being like, I want that card. There, there's That's a half few his money. last names. That's fair. There's a few last names that will transcend hardcore fans and casual fans. McGregor. And Diaz are kind of in that realm. Agree? I mean, yeah, they're they're in that realm. Like whether we like it or not, whether we believe this needs to be a top three fight, I didn't think that's the idea. I didn't think those fuckers have that much pull, but I think they do. I mean, maybe they do. I, I don't think know. they do, because like I said, he literally changed the weight class of this fight yesterday. He said, "I want it at middleweight," and they said, "Okay." You wonder why? Because he don't he don't want to cut. He don't want to cut weight, which hope, is funny. Because he would hope he gets fucking rocked. You want Lawler? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm Well, just... let's get into the picks. Well, Diaz, the picks. Diaz won when they they first fought. It was fucking gee versus no gee. <laughs> it was a while back. But I like Nick Diaz. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Like, I was, was, I was a was Nick good. Diaz fan back in the day. I really was. But um, Lawler's obviously way more active, as we mentioned before. Diaz hasn't fought in like five, six years, or even seven. 
What what are the picks here? I mean, mine's all biasness. Like I said, I kind of shit on the Diaz's and their fan base, and I just talked myself into Lawler too. So. <laughs> uh, Robbie Lawler, TKO. I, I, actually, oh. you know what? I'm not fucking picking it. Who gives a fuck? I don't. I refuse to pick this fight because I'm so mad that it's in this slot. I I think you got to respect the 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 names respect of the podcast. Yeah, and and respect the names of, of the podcast of seven Jesus. years ago. You're picking this fight and you're you're enjoying it. Yeah. So I'm I, gonna I'm gonna pick it pretending it's seven years ago. I'm pick Robbie Lawler. But then you'd be wrong seven years ago because no. Nick Diaz won. Yeah. But they Robbie fought Lawler. Like, they fought still fought like ten years ago though. But yeah. whatever. Robbie um, Lawler. Fuck the Diaz brothers. Yeah. This one um, is interesting because like. I think some of the things play into Nick Diaz winning, like them fighting at middleweight, I think plays into Nick Diaz winning. It also, the fact that they're doing a five-rounder, but that one doesn't because, I mean, Lawler's been in five-round wars. I don't think that necessarily Easily. is a big deal. Um, what the fuck has Nick Diaz been doing for the last... He's been kind of partying. There's a lot of videos of him partying. A lot of weed smoking. A lot of smoking. You saw his ass in fucking Vegas. No, I saw Nate, actually. Oh, you saw Nate? I thought you saw yeah. Nate. Yeah, no, I saw Nate. He wasn't with... I thought he would be with him, but he wasn't. Yeah, it was at the uh, Encore. I oh. saw Nate. He was with a fucking bunch of dudes. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I for me, it's just the activity with Lawler. I know what I've seen with Lawler lately. I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to get from Nick Diaz. I have zero idea. Fair. I've seen pe- a lot of people picking Nick Diaz, and I'm just like, I don't get it because he hasn't fought in forever. Like, we talk about ring rust Pick, being picking real. Picking him would be idiotic. We talk about ring rust being real for guys that are out for a year and a half. Ring rust is fucking stupid real with this one. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, what are we fucking talking about here? All right. Let's get into so that championship was, fights. That now. was fucking heated. Yeah, see why? Jesus fucking. And I joined. I ended up joining them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy. Fucking man. All right. This one, I, I get it. It's going to be black and white. It's going to be a, a pretty quick conversation here. But we have Valentina Shevchenko, the champion of the flyweight division. She's a minus 1,400 favorite fighting number three, Lauren Murphy. Uh, this one opened up, actually. I think Shevchenko is only like a minus 700, and she's all the way up to minus 1,400 already. Fucking hammer Lauren Murphy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> only hey, if I'm you need kidding. to hedge anything, yeah. I'm just kidding. If you need to hedge anything, go for it. This you- almost reminds me of the Rousey. Like, It's so big. I mean, Shevchenko's just – I'm not laying it. You're not laying 1,400. She'll be in like it's like it's almost like you can't even put her in a parlay. You can't put her in a parlay. Like it's too high. Fourteen hundreds. Like, what's the point? The point is, if you have a lot of money, go make more money. Yeah, fact. Late twenty eight hundred to win two hundred. Like it sounds stupid. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Twenty eight hundred to win two hundred. Like, why not? If you know she's gonna win, which is no, gonna win. I'm I'm talking to like the big guys, the big guys, the big guys. Like you go drop a mill, you know. I mean, it's a lock, so yeah. Who listens to this podcast? Is dropping you'll win two. You'll win two grand. Josh, hey, Joshua, you got that somewhere hidden? Stash? We all combine our money, put up a mill, and we only win like two grand. On Shevchenko this. has She's won me as much money as the Cincinnati Bearcats have. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a, a lot of money. The only thing I'll say with Shevchenko is even like in her last fight against Andrade, she was still a minus four hundred favorite against who everyone thought was the only chance to beat her in that fight, and that was the that's the cheapest you'll ever get, Shevchenko. Until hey, she fights Nunes you want again. Your, you want your pay-per-view paid for? What there is it go. to win fucking 60 bucks? Go do that. <laughs> you want your pay-per-view paid for? Go do it. It's going to make 800 bucks. Yeah, cool. Oh, my God. Lock. That's disgusting. Grab yourself a pizza. But, I mean, I, that, math is, 900 bucks. that math is pretty spot on. Probably 900 Just to bucks. pay for your pay-per-view. 
900 to win fucking 60. Well, free pay-per-view? Shevchenko's your girl. And here's the funny thing. Lauren Murphy, like, let's let's give her a little bit of conversation here. I mean, she she's she's done well. You know, I mean, she's earned this title fight. Oh, we're giving, you know her, I mean? oh, we're giving her talk. Oh, I threw my notes. Let's give her a little bit. We're going to throw her name on it. She's won five straight fights. Like, she's not a slouch. I like Lauren Murphy, actually. I do. A lot of people gave her 2020 Female Fighter of the Year. I mean, her last Good. fight was, her last loss was in 2018. Good for her. She's beaten Andrea Lee. She's beaten Mata Ferry. She beat Joanne Calderwood. Like, those are good names. Those are good names in the flyweight division. It's just not enough. I mean, it's not enough. let's be real. I mean, Lauren Murphy's best, best path to victory. Um, I, I think her best skill set is probably her ground and pound, right? Getting someone on top. And ground and pounding them. I think that's kind of how she wins her decisions in most of her fights. I, I don't think she can take down Valentina Shevchenko. No. Like I, I think her best best path to victory, I don't think she can get I don't think she can even have that chance. Unfortunately. What? Like Jessica Maya was able to get on so top. What's the best path? Go ahead. For Lauren Murphy? That that is her best path. And it can't even happen. She has no path, is my point. Uh, her best path is a lightning strike <laughs> into the fucking arena. Kills, kills Valentina Shevchenko. Kills Shevchenko. TKO by lightning. Jesus TKO lightning strikes. <laughs> that's that's the second closest, probably. Sorry, I don't mean to disrespect. It's just that's my girl. Those odds, girl. those odds might be better. Yeah, that odd might be better than wow. Lauren Murphy the plus, winning. The plus wow. Take that. Take, take that over take, Lauren Murphy. Take that. Jesus. I mean, is that wrong? I mean, but like I said, I also just, it's a fight. So let's be careful. Everyone has a puncher's chance. Yeah. So also, it's a fight. The Every, reason they fight. Everyone has a puncher's yeah. chance. As we've I, seen, I, I do have to say that after all our confidence buildup, it's still a fight. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like if we're talking about ways for her to win, she doesn't have one punch knockout power. She doesn't. Like that's not going to happen. So I think that's basically eliminated. I think Rousey was fourteen hundred when she lost. But Holly Holm obviously had knockout power. Right. Lauren Murphy does not have knockout power. Not like that. If Lauren Murphy like kicks Shevchenko in the face, Shevchenko is going to be like, okay, all right, like, cool. I got you hit. Take me in the face. I'll move around. But like Holly Holm is a technical boxer. Like that was a bad matchup for Ronda Rousey, right? Sure. In hindsight, obviously it's different, but in this fight, Shevchenko is more technical. Shevchenko has more power. Shevchenko is a better grappler. Shevchenko is a better striker. Better everything. It, it's true. Like at the end it's of the Shev day, fucking Chenko. better no. looking. Uh, that matters. No, it does. You bet that. Actually, you kind of fade better looking. Yeah, yeah kind of usually fade, you kind of fade. Yeah, you usually fade the looks. Who's our Hawaiian chick? That Rachel Ostevich, fader, oh. fader, she's, she's smoke, got her contract cut. But you just fader. She's fighting <laughs> yeah. bare knuckle and actually beat Paige Van Sant, which is hilarious. Wow! Battle of the smokes, and she won. Paige's Paige's smoke. Paige's a super smoke, but I mean, it's Shevchenko against everybody else in the division. There's Furo is the only is the only option for her. Before we get into the division. main, are we delaying the inevitable of round three? Yeah, we're just we're just waiting for Nunez and Shevchenko three at this point. Yeah, like that's all we're doing. I actually rewatched Shevchenko Nunez two recently. One was one was two to one. I had two one Nunez. This is before they were ranked. Yeah. This is back in the day. I think it was McGregor Diaz one when they first fought, and it was close because Shevchenko won the third round pretty handily. Um, the number two fight was fucking super close. Like, like I think I, I'm a little biased because I like Shevchenko a little more. So I had Shevchenko three two. No, I've been on Shevchenko forever. I had Shevchenko three two in that fight, but Nunez got the takedown in like timely times. But I think Shevchenko kind of outstruck her a lot of times. But that fight was razor close. It's inevitable. It's the Stop only two women's delaying fighters. the inevitable. Yeah, Dana has screwed us of some 
brilliant super fights. Well, the problem just get too this done. Just is, get this done. The problem too is Amanda Nunes is kind of like, you know, it's not like she's old, but she's kind of aging herself out of her prime by her inactivity. She doesn't fight very often anymore, the right? John Jones experience. Because she fucking dominates, though. She dominates, yes, but also, like, she has a family now. She's married. She has a kid, so she wants to be with them. And it's like, she's kind of aging around. Where I think Valentina is, like, she's way more active. And I think Valentina might way beat the active. fuck out of her in round three. Cool. Let's do it. I'm down. Like, I'm Let's super down, it. obviously. But long story short, yeah. We, if we, I had to bet now, I bet Shevchenko. Yeah, because I think she'll be plus money, too. And that we're talking about literally the GOAT. She'll females. be, like, plus... What would you bet that line? Plus one in 80? I'd probably say down? plus 200. Really? You think she'd be that big N- of a dog? Nunez is a, it's, is the GOAT. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll actually, check, check. Yeah, goat. no, I'm with you. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. She's she's head and shoulders above that division. doesn't even matter. Coaches from the Ultimate Fighter. A lot of shit talking. Volkanovski saying Ortega's a fake bitch. Fuck him. Ortega saying... Fuck you, say it's my face, motherfucker. Volkanovski's a minus 175 favorite. It was down to 160, and people are kind of hammering Volkanovski right now. It's up to 175 that I'm seeing right now. Ortega plus 150. I'll let you guys go first on this one. What are you thinking here? I think it's pretty clear cut. Clear cut, sorry. I don't think you've been drinking. I don't think Ortega is on the same level. Wow. Yeah, I think Volkanovski walks right through him I, th- I think it's pretty clear um when it comes to ufc it's really clear cut to me it's levels to this shit and i've said that multiple times volkanovsky is a champion volkanovsky is that, that dude that is so debatable i will yeah i because basically i know what you're saying and I, i'm gonna, I'm well, gonna speak no, the, to that the the, the champion the, I'm gonna speak to that because I'm gonna speak to that right now because it's that's that says I, a lot that CY is saying that because CY has defended the Max Holloway Volkanovski two fight, so yeah. that that speaks volumes to what how CY feels about Volkanovski, especially in this fight. No, it does. I mean, Max Holloway is the class of this class. You know, like he is, but Vol- but Volkanovski has pushed him to his limits every time. Like. Holloway should have won that fight. I was to my core on that. Mm-hmm. He won that fight. But Volkanovski belonged there. Without a doubt, he belonged in that fight. He held his own. He won the first one. Yeah, he did. He won the first one. He did. Without a doubt. He lost the second fight. But I think he has that mentality that he belongs there. And I think he's just an all-around better fighter than Ortega. I, I just, I do. Yeah, what are you thinking? I'm not I like I don't disagree with Cody too much, but I will say for the UFC diehards who watch the seasons of Ultimate Fighter, they get to see Ortega's demeanor. They get to see how he acts, how he walks, how he trains, how he teaches. Mm-hmm. Ortega will show that he belongs. Ooh. I think he trains harder. Ooh. I think he is he is dominant in a lot of areas of, of MMA. Where he lacks is this experience, this level. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like this card is beyond stacked. Mm-hmm. And he's at the top of it. I, yeah. So he lacks kind of this aroma. Like I'm walking out last. This is a star power card. The absolute like all eyes on me. Because like we said, 
we can have thousands just in for Diaz, but guess what? They're going to watch the end. Of course. We have all the UFC diehards who watch this season. It's, it's a big opportunity for both to, these guys. Ortega is ready, I think, and the way he conducted himself in the season, the way he trained, he's ready to show he belongs. Does he win? That's all up to how Volkanovski comes out and how he treats Ortega. If he treats Ortega like real competition, like he treated Max Holloway, yeah. he will win this fight. But if he treats Ortega like he treated him in Ultimate Fighter season, calling him a bitch, you don't belong, type attitude, Ortega's going to put it to him. Whew. All right. I'm going to play a little bit of UFC math. Love math. I know we don't like to do that, but I think I think – in this case, it speaks volumes. But also, we'll talk about what's happened since then. Both these guys fought Max Holloway. In the uh, Volkanovski fight, number two. And again, this doesn't have to do with the total. This doesn't have to do with each round. But Volkanovski outstruck Max Holloway 137 to 102. Now again, not each round. Because I agree with you, Max Holloway won three out of the two rounds. But right. Volkanovski did piece in, him up in the final two in the championship which is rounds. true which yeah. is true he did whereas ortega's fight with max holloway max holloway landed 290 significant strikes to 110 fair that to me is a glaring issue and here's the caveat to that ortega took time off but if for those of us that watch that fight that one in my opinion was worse than when holloway beat calvin cater this that one was really Fuck. fucking dominant because that's this one fucking, this one was also fucking lot. this one was also stopped in the fourth round so he landed two hundred ninety after four I think it was four rounds it might have been three but it was four rounds like Max Holloway beat the fucking living breaks out of Ortega now do I think now the question is is that a different Ortega than we're getting now because absolutely as we watched him fight Korean Zombie no. Nope. He pieced up Korean Zombie, and a lot of us had fucking Korean Zombie to win that fight. That was all, an all impressive of us, showing. All of us did. Actually. It was an impressive showing. We all did. We all liked Korean Zombie. I still like Korean Zombie, of course. But Brian Ortega outstruck Korean Zombie, something that we never thought would happen in a billion years. But did you ever think that would ever? I never no. thought that would ever happen. Not one of us came here and was no. like, Ortega's going to beat the shit out of him Fuck no. by striking. By literally by outvoluming him and piecing him up on the feet. That would never happen. It's He's a different man. So Hall, Holloway I will say, put him into uh, another he did. dimension. He really did. But what I will say is I think that fight, what I'll give Ortega credit for, I think he learned from that a Holloway fight. He took time off. He took, I think it was like 250 days. Like he took a while off and he fucking grinded. He trained, he worked on his striking and he took care of business against Korean Zombie. Now Korean Zombie did say that that one spinning elbow fucked him up and he wasn't able to get back into the fight, which is fair. And that's something that happens. But at the end of the day, that spinning elbow still fucking got it done. Whether or not you want to say that that affected the fight, he got the fucking job done there. Here's what I was saying. Here's my problem with the UFC in general. And here's my problem with fighters in general. And the way we analyze fighters in general is we give too much credit compared to any other sport, which I get it. It's an individual sport, so you kind of have thousand to percent. <laughs> but fucking fist fight. We give too much credit on training. And hold on, hold on. training Why? training let him finish. And not necessarily I get it. Everyone you have to train. And you have to train in good camps. You have to have good coaches. I'm not arguing that part of it. 
but my argument is if a guy looks like shit and he goes out and he puts a lot of work into a camp or he puts a lot of work into training, all of a sudden he's more talented. He might be better skilled. I don't think it has anything to do with talent. I think it has 100% to do with it. We overlook the talent because of the training skill. And that's my argument when it comes to guys like this, like Ortega, right? I don't he he lost that Holloway fight not because he didn't train well going into that fight because Holloway was more fucking skilled and more talented than he was and pieced him apart. And that's but, what our, but, that, and, but that's what we analyze more than but like sport. Holloway's trained his fucking boxing and striking his whole life, whereas Ortega's trained jujitsu his whole life. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Like, so I don't, I don't know if that correlates to exactly what you're but saying. But it's a UFC, right? So you're train, you're supposed to train in mixed martial arts. You're supposed to train in all aspects. Correct. Just because now, like, you didn't expect Holloway to piece you up in that fight. Like, were you just dumb <laughs> not to train in that striking? Mm-hmm. Like, what were you, what are you expecting? Now you go and you're like, okay, I took off a fucking year. Now I'm going to train striking. That doesn't make you necessarily more talented in that department. And I think it's the only sport. No, but it makes you better. Maybe. It makes you better. But. You train maybe. there, you fucking grind it there, it makes you better. Maybe. Maybe it does. But that So are you saying that Brian Ortega is not as good, is the exact same striker that he was Holloway as he is to now? I'm not After saying that. After seeing the Korean zombie fight. I'm not saying that. But I still think like, regardless of if you think major improvements have happened, you still have to take that fight into account going into this fight. Do you think... Ortega would put up a better show against Max Holloway right now. Better, yes. I'm not necessarily agreeing with that. Max Holloway is such a fucking talented striker. No, like, this isn't about Max Holloway. But that's like, my point is we look at guys because they put in work, and I agree that it makes I, him better. I don't think the outcome is him, different. And I don't think that's my I think my Ortega point. puts up a better fight. That's fine, but the argument. outcome is not different. I, I'm fine and with that. And that's where Volkanovski is a better fighter okay, through and through sure. than Ortega. And that's what I'm leaning towards. This is um, one thing that really kind of really bugging me. <laughs> kind of really bugging me. This is the only sport I believe where you're wrong. No, I don't. I don't think so, at all. It's the same. It's, let if you talk, look, he let you talk. If there's right, a ahead, set, if there, you have an athletic body, sure. a athletic mind, and you go and train your entire life on an art, you are better. You put in the work, the training, which you're disregarding, you are better. If me and you, if you train boxing for eight years and I train jujitsu for eight years and we go and fight and you go and put some tits on me, knock me out, shocker, okay? Shocker. Now, if me and you and go and box eight years and we train eight years of boxing, Probably the better athlete might come out of that. And it's whoever trained harder in that exact camp because your cardio might be a little better. Whoever cut better might be might be the winner of that camp. Like, you don't get it. Training is I, everything. I, if you do not... Look at Figueredo. Figueredo could shit on Marino nine times out of ten. He should. He does not... He did not train well. He did not cut well. And he went and got his ass beat. I, so you're telling me that training doesn't matter and it matters. It's actually a good example. I completely disagree. How do you disagree? Uh, 100%. It is fucking We're not talking mixed about, martial arts 
fighting. We are not talking about average Joes. We are talking about paid professionals at the top of their class. The best of the best. They're all training. But to his point, who's more skilled, Brandon Moreno or Devison Figueredo? Figueredo. But Figueroa didn't so, lose because he didn't train hard. He lost because of the weight cut. The weight cut was that too has much. to do with everything. No, it does training has to do with he's everything. He's in the wrong weight class. That he's a champion look, of that weight class though, or he was, and he had defended that belt multiple times on very, very, very bad weight cuts. I, I mean, multiple I think times. it was. I, it just felt like honestly, again. I, this isn't something like Moreno but talks is, about. But it, your how weight hard cut has to do with your but training this, as but well. This is my argument. The training is is good, but everyone fucking trains. Everyone in the UFC at the top of the class trains hard as fuck. Okay, but hold on. Are, is your it's, argument that the most talented will win no matter what? No. Like that's they can get caught all the time. But I'm just saying. But that's ta- kind of what you're saying. No, no, no. Because if not. talent doesn't work hard, they're going to get fucked up. Okay, I because agree. this is okay, the UFC. Duh, no fuck. But all so everyone in so the UFC argument? works hard. Everyone in the UFC works hard. You don't know that. My argument is that just People because Ortega camps. took a year off and fucking worked hard, now all of a sudden he's a good fucking striker and he's not going to get his ass kicked. Max Holloway will still piece him the fuck I, up because he took a year so off and struck a little bit more. You never once said Volkanovski's going to piece him the fuck up. Love that, by the way. And I also didn't say he was going to come well, out here and fought. outstrike him. They haven't fought, so I can't use I that I also example. didn't come out here and say he was going to outstrike him. I don't give a fuck if he trained striking the whole time. That doesn't matter to me. He trained hard. He trained his body, which has to do with weight cut. He looks great, feels great, is confident in his training, in his camp. And he is just a better fighter because of training. And, and Volkanovski didn't do the same exact thing, but it's more talented. Like that's my argument is they they both put in the work. Where I don't get kind of your argument is you're you're like saying more, more talented versus training. So like that's where I'm kind of okay. That's why I'm kind of confused with your my, argument. This well, is my argument. There's no this is, no. This there's is, no saying Volkanovski is more talented than Ortega. There's no saying that you don't know. Yeah, that. like why are you? Okay, why are that's, you? And, and I, I didn't used, say I Volkanovski used, didn't train hard. I haven't used I'm Volkanovski. Ortega is ready for the moment. He I, trained hard, and training matters in this sport. This is my problem with the UFC, is all of a sudden guys put in work for a year, and it's like his training camp was so good that now he's on a different level of a fighter. But here's what I said. His training his training camp was successful because he, like we said, okay. unexpectedly, Outstruck the Korean zombie. And like that to me impressive. speaks volumes. Good. As an improvement of improvement. what you lack. That's a hundred percent and true. My problem and with the UFC in general, and when we talk about it and we break down fights, is these guys train in new camps, and it's like, wow, he trained really hard. He had a good camp. Now he's that significantly better. Whereas everyone they fight. Everyone is putting in work in camp. That that Brian Ortega that fought that Max Holloway that night would not have beaten the Korean Zombie a year later. That's my argument. Maybe, I, and that, it's maybe, a good, and that's a good and I, argument. And I'm not saying that maybe. he. And I'm and I and I, to your point, I'm not saying he's going to beat Max Holloway. And that's my point. To my point is he has improved, and that fight would be a lot closer than it was before. I didn't even and say he'll beat Volkanovski. But that's my argument. Is I said he is ready but, for this. But that's my argument. Is saying you're assuming that Max Holloway is the same Max Holloway he fought the first time. That Max Holloway is not getting better with training with the camp. That's that assumption is that 
okay, Ortega's going to get better. Fair. But Why can't Max Holloway get better? But Max Holloway was already a world-class striker in that fight. Does it matter? Does it mean he can't get better as a better world-class striker? How much better can you get than world-class? That's what I mean. Is but the point just is, because you're that good at it, does it mean you can't get better with but, camp and training? But like, Brian Ortega went from fucking a fucking below-average striker to a fucking good striker. Whereas Max Holloway was already world class and like fair. That's 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 the point. Fair. And and We're how did he, and how did he credit. lose to Volkanovski? Later rounds, when cardio succeeded him, and guess who stood in there and took the punches? Volkanovski didn't beat Max Holloway in the fourth and fifth round because he's a better striker. Agreed. He beat him because he was able to withstand an arsenal of strikes in the first three rounds. And you think this guy Ortega? I think, think Ortega. That is part of your training. Yes. Cardio, getting hit in the face, having real-time fights, five-round fights. So you don't think Ortega's, or you don't think Volkanovski's? No, Volkanovski's 100%. This is his moment. This is, he's the champion. He train he trains just as hard as anyone else. So you think Ortega's training's been so much better no, it, that it's going to overlap but Volkanovski's? You're, but you're that, assuming Volkanovski is better than Ortega as a talent-wise fighter. Well, based on what we know on the math, he is. Just because he beat Max Holloway and he did because of striking. But there's UFC a lot math. more to that's UFC of, math. There's again, a lot more to UFC than a striking fight. As we okay. know, this is not boxing. Guys, guys, guys. As a fight, not just striking. As, as we know, fight. matchups make fights, right? Yes. Whereas Holloway is obviously a striker, boxer. Volkanovski is very well rounded. Where Ortega, his background is jujitsu. It's completely different. A jujitsu fighter maybe beats Volkanovski. You know what I mean? Like so, MMA math as far as like their backgrounds are different. So it doesn't, it's not a perfect math and a perfect science. And I think that's what Blaine is talking about. And that's why he's like, I'm assuming, I don't know what your prediction was officially. You said Ortega, but I'm assuming in some way you're thinking he submits Volkanovski. I'm, I didn't, I didn't even give the fight. Okay. I, I just said Ortega looks great. He's ready for the moment. He's going to prove he belongs. Did not say he was going to win. Okay. I did not say anything. <laughs> if he does win, I think he wrestles him. I think he submits him. Striking, no matter what he did to Korean Zombie, I think his striking is a, still a back burner in training. Yeah. Because what he's great at in, he needs to perfect in. And if you can get guys on the ground and submit them, it's fucking the easiest thing in the world. I don't care if you could punch me, knock me out, do whatever. If I could get you on the ground and grab your ankle, you're fucked. It doesn't matter what you hit me with. Okay? Training matters. And if Volkanovski doesn't train a takedown defense and his jiu-jitsu game, and he's training his cardio and his boxing game, and I'm going to knock him out. There's le Like you said, there's levels, right? There's levels to this shit. Cody keeps saying it. But if you are not ready for the moment, and you didn't train hard, you didn't weight cut great, well, you don't feel good going into the fight, you're not going to win. Oh, are you saying Volkanovski didn't? I didn't. I didn't okay. say any of that. Well, then why are you why I you just praised Ortega. And you, I, I just praised Ortega. No, you, did it. you talked about, well, if Volkanovski doesn't do this. It's fast. Or if he doesn't. So if he doesn't do all these things, then Ortega can win. So if he doesn't no. focus on the takedown, if he doesn't take focus on the jujitsu no, part, of it. I praised, I praised Ortega's training, and you tried to shit on training, and it makes zero sense in the MMA. No, that makes zero sense. No, it does. It makes a hundred percent sense. No. Yeah, I think you're so fucking wrong. It's unbelievable. That's fine. You can think I'm as wrong as you want, but okay. So Conor McGregor's takedown training, takedown defense training helped him against Khabib twice. No, it doesn't fucking like. Okay, That's so he did that, my right? Point. That's nope. exactly my point. You don't think Khabib is swimming in fucking 
90 degree oceans, training against the striker and training against the best takedown defense artist. <laughs> that's, but that's exactly my point. No, that's that's not what, true. It, it is because we your, talked about that point? Khabib fight. Like, hey, McGregor trained really hard on takedown defense. I think and he's going to do it to Khabib. It doesn't matter when Khabib is that fucking good. How hard do you train? Is my argument. You're Khabib saying, training hard as fuck. Okay, thank you. So you're saying Connor out trained Khabib? No, I'm saying they both train hard as fuck. Doesn't matter at the end of the day because Khabib is so good at taking him down. So what is Volkanovski better at than Ortega? Like so much better than that. Strike like team. talent, talent wise, like they were fucking two dudes in the street and they go at it. Kickboxing. What, what is so much better at? I mean, so pretty they, much everything but jujitsu. Name something else. Thank like, you. Let me. Thank let me, you. Hold on. I, thank you. That doesn't. Yeah. What? I don't get you. <laughs> you do. All right. I fucking heard your no. fucking arguments. I, I mean, fucking it's over. It. Like you fucking train hard for a fight. If you don't, you lose. No. I mean, yes. Everyone trains hard. That's my argument. So everyone trains hard. Not everyone trains Every, hard. It's false. In the UFC, when they're professional athletes, they all train fucking hard. But so I'm when sorry they, to break so it to when you. they, when they lose, and they, bit, they bitch about their bad camp and their injury in camp and their fucking cardio. Okay. That's not training hard. Injury Fuck in you. Camp. You hear that every fucking car. Injury in camp's a little you bit. You hear that every fucking card. I didn't weight cut. I got an injury in camp. I fucking took this camp Laxa Davis and they got fucking ran through. <laughs> that's, that's not even. That's true. That's you hear it true. every fucking card and you'll hear it again. Someone bitch about their fucking injury, training camp. An injury in camp's pretty significant. Like, Connor's injury in camp wasn't significant. Snapped his fucking leg. <laughs> like, this isn't my argument. Don't look at me. <laughs> All right. Let me fucking talk about... No, I think it's stupid. I think it's fucking stupid. <laughs> All right. Would you consider yourself a better athlete than me? More yeah, talent-wise. Who cares? Who cares? And then I trained, about... I trained jiu-jitsu, right? I would tap you out 100 times out of 100. Yeah, I never trained. All right, cool. Thank <laughs> you. Fuck does that... Fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking nothing to do with it. Because he said he's trained. You haven't. My argument <laughs> is the now, now, if you went and trained jiu-jitsu, right, 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 right. no, because right. if you went and trained jiu-jitsu, would you say no? <laughs> if I trained like a UFC fighter, then yes. <laughs> you think these guys are just walking out of the fucking <laughs> living room like, hey, I got to fight there's, fucking tomorrow. All right. there's oh. ju- no, there's differences. You know that. Stupid. You fucking know that, too. arguing nothing no, at this every, point. No, every fucking <laughs> fight. All right. I will break down this fucking fight for you, fucking degenerate fucks. You know what's funny? Holy is like, hell! Hey, you know what's funny is because I'm pick, I'm picking Volskaski. I know, which is so great I'm about sure you this. are. Jesus, fuck! All right, train hard, Brian Ortega. Train great, and I and I will stand by what I said is that he made major he made improvements in his striking. By I'm training. S- that's, yes, because he trained. And he, he, he beat the better. Korean Zombie. I'm sorry, he did. And he the Korean better. Zombie's a good striker. He got better. So that is something that we have to And then people go take. to camp and not get better. It's fucking very true. And we have to take that into consideration going into this fight. Brian Ortega is... When we talk about world-class striking with Max Holloway, we have to acknowledge that he has world-class jiu-jitsu. Brian Ortega submits damn near everybody that he fights, with the exception of the Korean Zombie. Because he he just beat him by decision because it didn't go it didn't, he didn't grapple with him at all or wrestle with him at all. He fucking submitted Cub Swanson, Henan Morcano, and he had, he has submitted these guys like he is that fucking level. So we do have to acknowledge that aspect of the fight. With Volkanovski, 
the one thing that I look at with Volkanovski, like I said, Max Holloway twice, Jose Aldo, Chad Mendez. Those are his most recent fights. Those are fucking, Elite. I mean, you want to have two featherweight goats and then Chad Mendez, a guy that's contended for the belt twice against Aldo and had really good fucking fights. And Mendez is a beast. Mendez, that's what I'm talking about. Mendez is a fucking animal. Like, and he knocked out Mendez actually, which is fucking wild. The difference in this fight for me is I, I honestly think Volkanovski's strength. Volkanovski is a stocky fucking, he's, his size is just stocky for this division and he's fucking strong. It is. I think I think the physical strength of Volkanovski it showed is stronger. It showed in the Max Holloway fight. It showed I think. in that fight late rounds. Yeah, he was he was hitting Max, and Max was giving it back. But like we said, we thought Max won three out of five. But yeah. in the in the fifth round, Volkanovski was still damaging Max. He was, and he was able to take him down late in that fight. And Max Holloway is not an easy guy to take down. People have tried, and he does not get taken down very often. I'm telling you, after 15 minutes of punching, and you're still breaking a dude's nose, yeah. that's impressive. No, and and Volkanovski has that cardio, and he has that strength and that power. Yeah. And I think that. that, in my opinion, might be the difference in this fight because Ortega is very lengthy. He's very long. He's a lengthy yeah. guy in this for this division, and I, I just don't – he doesn't have the strength where I, where I don't think where he would need to get a takedown to get this fight to the mat – I don't know if he can take down Volkanovski. I really don't. And I think that's, that's an tough, issue. Tough task for to sure. To where I think striking on the feet, I think Volkanovski has the advantage. I don't think it's significant compared to what I've seen in the, in the other fight, but I do think that he will have the advantage in this fight when it comes to striking. Now, I'll give you a, a way that I think Brian Ortega can win. If Volkanovski gives a lazy-ass takedown to try and get him against the fence... And Brian Ortega fucking clinches up a guillotine, the same one that he got against Cub Swanson. He could put fucking Volkanovski to sleep. I really do think that. Because based on his jujitsu level and based on his arm, like, on, it sounds dumb, but his arm length, he fucking gets that around that. I think that's his path to victory. I think, like, specifically a guillotine joke, guillotine choke is a way that Brian Ortega could win this fight. I really do. Like, specifically that choke and a submission. Yeah. Other than that. Who, what's your official call? I have Volkanovski by decision in this fight ultimately i don't see a route to where i don't think ortega can last five rounds striking with volkanovsky i really don't and to be honest with you i think even if ortega has let's say ortega outstrikes volkanovsky somehow maybe his striking has he's trained (laughs) that much better to get to that level to where he can outstrike volkanovsky i don't know if that happens i don't think that happens but let's just say let's just say that happens because it's a puncher's chance and anything can happen Let's say that happens. I think Volkanovski can get the fight to the ground and be able to maintain dominant position on top and kind of work ground and pound. I think it would be challenging to submit Volkanovski from Ortega's back, even though I think he does have levels to jiu-jitsu. That's a tough task for anybody. And I think Volkanovski has that level of dominant wrestling because you got to think his background is actually wrestling. Right, he trains yeah. at City Kickboxing, so his striking has come second. He's a rugby player by trait, so all of the the, the wrestling, the tackling, all that—that's kind of his first go-to. So he has that in his back pocket at the end of the day. Volkanovski is very well-rounded. I think we underappreciate him as a fighter because of that second Max Holloway fight. But like I said, yeah, I mean, because the fan favorite lost, it, well, podcast favorite. It's hard to be the champion when you're not the most popular fighter in your division. Yeah, and I think that's the reality and he lost that. The fight. <laughs> And you lost yeah. money. And I think that's... Lost the fight. And people lost money. And, and I think that's the reality that Volkanovski faces in. But I do think he's one of the more underappreciated fighters in this division. I really do. Like, 
hit like I watched him and Max Holloway won, and Volkanovski won that fight. Like he won number one. Yeah, he he, did. he lost number two. Like I I thought Holloway did enough to win that fight, and then you get number three, and which would happen right after this fight. So my official pick is going to be Volkanovski by decision. I've given you a route for Ortega to win, and the line is getting hammered for Volkanovski at minus one seventy five. It was like one fifty this morning. Volkanovski second round TKO. Really? Yeah. You just disrespecting the training. No, that, I mean, the, a TKO has. So you think on the feet and then just ground and pound finish? Yeah. Okay. Um, as much as me and Cody argued about training and, and things like that, uh, Volkanovski TKO looks really juicy. So I think Ortega is going to be comfortable, confident. Yeah. He's going to shoot a lot early. He's going to try to control the fight in the trenches and exactly what you said, Kmore. Like if they're in the clinch, gonna, like I said, if they're yeah. in the clinch, I think and Ortega has his head around. Think, like yeah. that could be a problem. Ortega's legit, one, and he gonna, pulls. Ortega's going to want to be against the fence I'd in the worried. trenches in the clinch, and I think if somehow Volkanovski gets a you know gets in his guard, gets a mount, he he, he might end the fight. Rough. Rough. Uh, but Well. So we argued this whole time to pick the same result, so fuck it. Ortega submission. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, fuck. Is uh, it guillotine, like I said? It, standing up. Yeah. Not on the ground. John Jones I think he. I, I think Volkanovski's wrestling and strength will... He's strong. That's And that, that's will, my X factor. You're not going to like, tap him out from your back. Yeah. And you're not going to mount him. Probably not. Standing up. Rear naked. Because he's taller and he's lanky. Standing up rear naked. Yeah. Standing up rear naked. Standing up rear John naked. John Jones Machida. And he fucking flips off CY on the camera Why he does it. Wild. I mean. I love it. Obviously, we got a little off the rails there with, with the training. We weren't even arguing the fighters at that point. But you know what? It was, it was, a, it was a lively debate. Obviously, the two of you uh, probably have some stuff to work out after this uh, <laughs> podcast, which is fine. But we'll all be watching the fights together. Um, appreciate the listen. Obviously, I'll send out some picks on what I'm thinking on my picks and winners. Holy shit, we're getting a lot of picks. UFC, college football, NFL. Of course. Take them now while they're free. Yeah. Obviously, um, as always, guys, I always give a shout out to my boy at Spinning Back Picks on Instagram. The guy's killing it. I always follow him. We t- talk about picks. Follow him up. Um, send him some messages. He's more than willing to talk to you guys about picks and predictions. Um, but that's all we got for today. I appreciate the follow. Yeah, train train hard, guys. UFC. I'm, out. I'm glad UFC is back. UFC, UFC 266. We have a huge yeah. card. They took a little bit of break because of football. But we're back. We have some huge fights. October cards are going to be coming in full swing. But really excited about this fight. Give us a shout out. Give us a listen. And um, we'll see you Saturday. Yeah, train, train hard. 2D Podcast, we're out. Train hard. Train hard.